0: Pod to you, I'm Jacob. You can block me on Twitter at We Hate Jacob. I'm here with my co-host Dimitri. You can find him on Twitter at Dimitri Talks. Dimitri, the wrestling this past week, wow, fucking sick, bub. It's been great. Uh, our our format here is top of the mid headlines. But guess you bet you guys can guess who's going to be the headline. Stock rising, stock falling. These can be specific wrestlers, storylines, etc. To kick off a conversation. But first, we have our beer of the week. Uh, couldn't make a decision this week, so did a little mix of six to try all of the, uh, Christmassy beers, and I'm starting with Dogfish Head Crimson Crew. It's a red ale brewed with sumac. What a name. Don't know what sumac is, so we'll see if
1: I like it. Dogfish Head. Mm. Mm. Excellent.
0: Interesting flavor. It's good. I just wasn't expecting it. It's like very beery, and then it's very whatever that spice is the sumac they put in it. It like kind of hits you after a second, but it's very tasty. I might have to get a sixer of that one. All right. Okay. Let's get on schedule, Dimitri. Let's talk about him.
1: He's not uh just going
0: to be top of the mid, but he's going to be top of the card before sooner than later.
1: It's our truth. He's back. (laughs) he's fucking back the legend the guy we everybody knew we were going to talk about the legend is back our truth is back and i had to give him a nice welcome by giving him top of the mid this week because bro is just absolutely hilarious i've missed him on tv and i'm not even kidding when he popped up on screen I was legit hype as hell. I was like, yes, he's back. Just, it's like, he's like, like, he feels like your friend, man. He's like a guy you just really like to see, put you in a good mood. Everybody loves our truth. The
0: only thing I'm sad about with our truth is for him specifically that he's back after his childhood hero, John Cena has finished his run. That's that's quite a shame. That's just sad
1: for him. Yeah, not great timing, but hey, he's back. That's exciting. He was hilarious at the uh, Survivor Series and at Raw. What um, he? He was, he was <laughs> he had those uh, jelly rolls. He's like, "Oh, platinum warm women jelly rolls." Where they at? And then later at the show, he's like pigging the fuck out uh, in the Judgment Day's headquarters, their little room they have with they called it anywhere. a
0: clubhouse on Raw and I was like that is so lame guys like Yeah it
1: was really lame. We
0: got we got four grown
1: men and Rhea Ripley hanging out in a clubhouse, clubhouse. like just this club- is the little <laughs> ass space you guys brought like a couch into and some decorations. <laughs> you guys are very fierce and scary with your cool little decorations guys.
0: But but also that he was like I'm here To tell you that I'm ready for war games this weekend. Oh, that
1: was hilarious. He's like, it already happened? How'd I do? (laughs) (laughs) Bro, comedy gold. I love him. He's great for the mid card. Just, just as like great, like content in between things, man. He just, he's interesting. Do you think he'll be the next recruit to the Alpha Academy? Oh my God, bro. I didn't even, that's something that has never crossed my mind, but I think that that would work perfectly. That would be so good. That'd be great comedy.
0: The, the other, the other great R-Truth option is if we roll back to him uh, being a psychiatrist, Mm -hmm. Um, the other great option would be uh, rolling back to R-Truth, getting his referee certificate and uh, moving into the referee space.
1: Yeah, he's a great referee, man. He's got the certificate and everything, man. It's official. He did a good job in that one match. He did did do a good job. (laughs) But really,
0: who we got to talk about is the king of straight edge. CM Punk is back in WWE. Hell has frozen over. And he's back not to make friends, but to make money, Dimitri.
1: Yeah, what did you think buddy. of his
0: return and his first promo back in the dub?
1: Uh, the fucking return. I'm going to say this right now. I was seeing all the rumors on the internet, on Twitter, um, X, whatever you want to call it. It's Twitter. I was seeing <laughs> I was seeing all the rumors. And this whole time, I was like 99% certain that he was not showing up. And like... I kept seeing all the shit and I'm like, what are y'all doing? And like half of it was like jokes. And I was Mm -hmm. like, ha ha ha. And then some people were serious and I was like, come on, dude, there's no way he's showing up to the show that first of all, that Randy Orton is returning on. Uh, And Janie, I I was talking to Janie about it and she's like, why don't you think he's going to return? And I was like, because it's Randy's show. Why would they overshadow Randy's return that they've been building? He's been gone for so long. So I watched the show with actually literally like point zero 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 one idea that CM Punk's going to show up. It closes out and I'm like, ha, ah, see, told you he's not going to be here. Then the fucking music hits <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I legit had that reaction. I was like, I was genuinely surprised. Very surprised. It was incredible.
0: I was not watching live because (laughs) I had already done a lot that Saturday. And I was like, you know, I don't feel like watching WWE tonight. It's two war games matches, a Miz and Gunther match and a women's title match. I kind of know what's going to happen here. I'm good. And then I'm on Twitter and I, the, our group chat was going crazy about CM Punk being back, and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> what, a one, what a one to miss, dude. Yeah, it's okay. I watched, I watched <laughs> it the next day. I saw the clips on Twitter. I watched yeah. it the next day. I thought it was a very B,
1: B-minus pay-per-view for me, personally. I liked, I liked the pay-per-view. I'd g- I give it a B+. B+. Hmm, okay. I'd give it a B+. It's pretty close to an A for me. So what did you think of his return promo on Raw? Before actually, hold on, before we get to that, I just mm-hmm. want to say that, uh, I forget where I was going with this. So we're going back to the return promo on Raw. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, the return promo on Raw seemed pretty short. Um, obviously um, I, I saw somewhere online that it, it got cut short cause the Dom and Randy match went a little long. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what I saw as well. Yep. And, uh, it, it did feel short. Um, it didn't seem bad, but it was very different from what we've come to expect from CM Punk. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I didn't hate it and I didn't love it, but all that aside, I thought it was cool. And I don't think, uh, I don't think people are giving it enough time to breathe yet. Cause we don't know exactly what he's going to do. We have no idea what his character is going to be. He literally just uh, got like picked up and signed. So like, the part in my head is like, it's probably really hard to like. They have they've been doing these plans like way beforehand. So like, they probably have plans all the way to WrestleMania figured mm-hmm. out of stuff they want to do. So to get this guy who is like a top seller, obviously like most liked post on Twitter all time uh, from his return, to get this guy and drop him in, you can't just be like. All right, we're gonna willy nilly. He's gonna come out and fucking swing, and this is where we're going. You gotta, election- you probably want to think that out. So, I'm under the assumption that I just wanted to get him out there, uh, have him say some things, and uh, you know, just have him in front of the crowd. And I think it's probably a good thing that he didn't trash AEW because he, I, I don't think that would have been very cool. <laughs>
0: reports from people close to him are saying that he has no interest in doing that on a live mic with WWE, that he's trying to move past it. He's trying to just be like, you know, it happened. Shit happens. AEW doesn't want to talk about him and he doesn't want to talk about them. That's kind of what what I've been saying. Would it be fun? Yes. Absolutely. Would it be be the most mature thing for him to do and show that I've changed as he was very much trying to sell to us in that promo? No. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, so like it's I I get it. I get why. What I would really like to see out of this this CM Punk is what we didn't get in AEW. I want full-blooded heel CM Punk. Yeah. If kind of his statement in my opinion coming out of uh coming out of that promo is I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. All right, there's our angle. There's our angle. Seth Rollins' reaction to CM Punk was big, big reaction, you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would really like to see Seth kind of continue this babyface trope that he's doing of I'm the worker, I'm the real world champion. I've been the champion for six months. I'm the one on your screen every week. I'm the one that wrestles every week. I want to see him come with that and CM Punk come with the, well, how can I make the most money out of this? If I have your belt, Seth Rollins. So I'm coming for your belt so I can make the most money while I'm here. And so it's kind of the, I'm here for money versus I'm here for the company. I think that can be a very interesting clash, especially with Punk's past and what he said about WWE, you know, he could not be a baby face even if he'll be cheered because people are excited <laughs> he's back yeah. he cannot be a baby face in this company it won't work
1: he I can think be, we need to finally way flip that switch yeah the only way it's going to work is if he's a temporary baby face that like um is just like so fake that it turns him heel uh yeah. and something along the lines of uh of that do you know who simon miller is i don't Okay, he's a wrestler, but he's wrestled in like small promotions every now and then, pops up here and there. And he's also a YouTuber. Um so uh he had a video talking about this whole CM Punk thing. And um he basically had the same idea we did with the promo that like people need to take a step back like let's let's chill for a second. It's one promo, one night. And then he also said what would be interesting, which I actually think is interesting too, is uh, we had Seth Rollins on raw talking about uh, he came out there to talk about something. I don't remember exactly what he was talking about, but doing Seth Rollins stuff. He came
0: back saying that he's, he's ready to put this judgment day shit behind uh, him. He's ready to get back to what he's been doing the last six months, wrestling every week. And that next week he talked to Adam Pierce and that there's a title shot coming. Oh, next right, week. right, right. Yeah. And that's when drew came out and like head butted him so hard that he bled. <laughs>
1: He hit the Um. title with
0: his forehead. That was crazy.
1: But uh, yeah, so Seth um, came out there, was talking all that mess. And then the crowd, you know, was chanting for CM Punk. And then he was like, hold on, hold on. I don't want to waste one second on that fraud. All right. Mm -hmm. Simon Miller keyed in on that. And he was like, you know what would be interesting? And he was like, all these people are talking about how unlike CM Punk it is for him to go back, go up there and say like, oh, I love it here. Oh, everybody's friendly here. Oh, I'm having a great time. What if where this is really going is Seth is like dead on like dude is a fraud. Like that's the thing. And CM Punk's going to play into this fraud character where he's like, no, everything's good. Everything's great. Everything's great. But meanwhile, you know, he's kind of like an asshole for real. Um, I thought that would be interesting. And it's something to keep an eye on, especially with how everybody reacted to the promo. If that's the direction they choose to go. Uh, but yeah shout out to Simon Miller for that I thought that was interesting he has a really good uh, description of it on YouTube I'll try to find the link so you can uh, share it there
0: Uh, that would be great Um, one last thing with CM Punk Uh, first match
1: going to be the Miz it's only right right (laughs) Miz Miz just works with everybody (laughs) it's only right
0: pretty much Uh, We'll have a very brief bloodline cinematic universe yet again. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. That's it. (laughs) Really? All that was there other than the crickets is that Randy Orton is back and he's targeting the bloodline because they took his back out when he was last around. So he's squashed his beef with Jay allegedly Because he's like, as long as you're not in with the family, you're all right by me. So we've got like baby faced Randy sticking around for a while. Uh, And that's my first stock rising. So we'll just get into it. Randy Mm -hmm. Orton back hearing voices in your head back.
1: It's good stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. He's fucking huge dude that's the first thing i said when he came out it's really funny i saw everybody saying the same thing on twitter but first thing i said was damn he's jacked <laughs> he looks like a greek god yeah he looks incredible i wish i could look that good i've been hitting the gym so- i i want to look like randy orton <laughs> uh i
0: i like the idea of looking like that i know i just never will because i'm way too lazy but <laughs> Regardless, Uh Randy Orton came back, didn't seem like he was going to show up for for war games, but he ended up uh, his music hitting during the match so he could get that, you know, I'm getting my own pop situation.
1: Yeah, I figured and, that that's why they were doing that. I saw so many people upset about it and I was like, why would you just sit him in a cage for yeah. like 20 minutes and just have the crowd be like, oh, there he is. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. It,
0: Exactly. He he came back. He did all his greatest greatest hits. The Randy Orton power slam though is just like so crispy, so good. I love it. I love it so his much. His
1: signature moves are great. The DDT, the <gasps> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shady Alibra. Well, I I also I love think that, it's man. interesting
0: that he is allowed to do that DDT because he's like the only one that can do like I mean, it's essentially like a sheer drop DDT and like WWE doesn't really do anything that like drops people directly on their heads. Yep. So it's, it's very interesting to me that he's allowed to do that, but I guess Randy's Randy Randy. fucking Orton. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, He came back, wiped the floor with everybody. I do think it's very funny that they um, did the thing with the the RKO from the top of the cage with JD Mm -hmm. McDonough, because Mm -hmm. they're like, all right, we've got to give Randy the biggest target possible. J.D. McDonough's giant fucking head
1: is the only option. They even made it look bigger with the with the way he had his hair braided. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Can we talk about that for a second?
1: Yes, Stock of course. Stock
0: falling all the braided hair. What was happening? Like, he came know, out bro. with his hair braided and I was like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Mm-hmm. And then Rhea's hair, all I was right. once again, what the fuck are you? Her gear, very sports entertaining. Loved it. Her hair? Questionable. I, I, Questionable decision. I didn't
1: decision. have any I didn't have any qualms about the hair. At least I with did. her. But with JD McDonough, it looked funny. Didn't get it at all.
0: But so then they they injured his neck, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was very funny that he had the neck brace on and then got RKO'd with the neck brace on on Raw. Mm-hmm. Neck braces uh, are so funny looking on people. It's just hilarious for some it's reason. So good. <laughs> um and then he had a match with Dominic and he made Dominic look tiny. Like Dom's, it was stark.
1: I'm really proud of Dom, dude. Can you imagine like a couple years ago thinking that Randy Orton's first match back will be against Dom Mysterio? Like, no, not at good all. for Dom.
0: <laughs> I think it's because Dom is actually an incredible seller. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> like in ring ability, but like that boy can sell. Like yep. when he got,
1: <laughs> and everybody's loves to boo him, so you put any baby face against him, it's like, Oh yes! my god,
0: yeah, it's perfect. It was, but just the size differential was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Randy's, Randy's back, he helped get the the dub in War Games. Uh, I didn't realize that he was besties with Cody, um, I didn't know that was a thing, but I guess so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then He's going after the bloodline. So uh, Randy Orton will be on SmackDown this Friday.
1: Very, very interesting. Is Randy Orton technically a raw guy at this point? He is a free agent. Okay. He's a free agent. All right. They haven't said it specifically, but they were about to get my wrath, but he's a free agent. I guess it's cool.
0: He was not drafted when, when we did the draft. So it's, it's being said that CM Punk and Randy Orton are both going to be free agents. Uh, that's what I've been seeing. Um, I would imagine that Randy is going to settle on SmackDown because he's going to try to have some kind of program with the bloodline. Um,
1: Did you see a uh,
0: I would imagine we'll kind of settle on Raw.
1: That would make sense. Did you see uh, Randy uh, just comment on the weed smell during the match? Because that was really funny. <laughs> What's that smell? <laughs> yeah. As soon as I saw it, I was like, bro, Randy is hilarious. He's, <laughs> he's so funny, funny, dude.
0: <laughs> I, I do like that he's gotten to have this little baby face run towards the end of his his time because like he's been a heel for most of his career. So like he just gets to have some fun. Um it's been it's been entertaining. All right, Dimitri, give me a stock rising.
1: Uh so WWE is a whole, man. It just feels like they are kicking ass. Like in a lot of areas, uh, you fucking
0: WWE Mark. What are they paying you?
1: <laughs> they are just—they are really kicking ass right now. It's great to watch. Like it hasn't always been this way, obviously. Right before the pandemic, it was really bad when they had the ramp stage for Raw. Oof. Um, the storylines are really bad. The one that sticks out in, in my mind is the Lana and Bobby Lashley love thing. Where oh, I
0: just saw that recently.
1: Yeah, that was real weird. That was a weird time where it was basically like Rusev was like a a cuck, essentially. <laughs> and now yeah, known as Miro. Yeah, yeah. Now known as Miro. That was a weird time. Um, but right now, dude, tickets are fucking selling like hotcakes. They're getting like 10k a show. Uh shows are selling out regular Raws and SmackDowns are selling out, not just premium live events. The storylines, there's like storylines everywhere. We got the bloodline. We got the judgment day. We just, uh, we, we got the damage control stuff. Uh, we got Imperium. There's just so much going on, which is like a far cry from where it was. Um, there's just a lot of, it feels like there's a lot of genuine excitement, obviously, by the ticket sales, And we're getting all these returns, like Kyrie Sane came back, and that was fucking awesome for me. We got Randy Orton back, we got R Truth back, and we got the big old CM Punk back. It really feels like for the first time in a long time, we're in like a WWE boom where it's not like wow, I can't believe like why am I why am I watching this? Instead, I'm like, yo, I'm pretty excited for X, Y, and Z. There's a lot of stuff going on, and it's just it's great to see. Not only for the WWE, but also for AEW. Because the better WWE does, that's going to push AEW to be better. And I honestly think AEW is the reason that WWE is doing this well. Well, one of the few. Triple H mm-hmm. being in there is definitely a big reason. Yeah, Vince McMahon not having decision-making yeah. power is massive. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But AEW being there has got to be a huge reason. Without AEW, I don't think there's a CM Punk in the WWE. Because... He came out of retirement to wrestle in AEW because it was intriguing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he would have came back out of retirement to just go wrestle in WWE again, straight from retirement. No way. So we got to thank AEW for that. Uh, We got to thank AEW for a lot of stuff and developing a lot of people. So just, you know what? I said thumbs up for WWE, but thumbs up for wrestling as a whole, man. The, the next interesting thing, too, from a return standpoint
0: is going to be where does Mercedes Monet, um, aka Sasha Banks, Absolutely. where does she end up? Mm-hmm. There are rumors that New Japan Pro Wrestling is saying that she has worked all her dates that she was signed for, um, that with her injury, she has surpassed the time that her contract was for. They would love to have her back, but they don't know that that's realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is ramping up her recovery. She just posted a video on Twitter. Yeah, a little hype she's video, hitting the ring. Um, and it'll be interesting to see where she lands, because Absolutely. WWE might be intriguing for her to come back to, uh, given that Vince is gone. Um, Seems like morale's
1: high in general. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. Indeed. The other the other option would be. Does she want to go to AEW and does she want to wrestle, wrestle? Because that's kind of what AEW seems to be pitching themselves as right now is a wrestling company, not a sports entertainment company, specifically a wrestling company. Um, And they've got some interesting stuff going on, um, especially with the, their continental classic round Robin tournament, basically a mimic of the, the G1 that, new japan does so it'll be it'll be interesting to see kind of what direction she wants to go with her career next
1: absolutely that was actually a name i was thinking of when i was uh writing this out i was like i wonder where she's gonna go so it's exciting stuff uh exciting stuff indeed Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. um speaking of AEW, let's let's go to this here real quick Um, edge and christian are allegedly going to be wrestling for the uh, TNT title next week on dynamite. They had a long segment on dynamite last night. It was as perfect as you can get.
1: Honestly, uh, have you, did you watch it? So I haven't watched the actual uh, dynamite episode yet, but I've seen like clips here and there from it. I did see the very end of course, when edge, uh, you know, talked to shit and was like, go fuck yourself. That was really cool. So before uh, <laughs> that,
0: before the go fuck yourself,
1: before the he, go fuck yourself, pre go fuck yourself.
0: Christian is <laughs> he, he, his his kids are gone. Um Kill Switch Luchasaurus is is down and out because he took not one but two concertos. Uh hmm. Nick Wayne got speared in half on collision, so it's just Christian, no protection. Yikes. So he does what slimy heels do, and he went look, 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 look. I've seen the error of my ways. We're not just friends. We're brothers. And I recognize that. Oh yeah. So did that whole thing. And then edge kind of turns around a little bit. Christian raises the title goes to hit him, Not so fast. My friend edge with a swift kick to the nuts and Christian yeah. is down. Let's go. Edge gets to talk his shit. He says, make sure that title is polished for me. Cause I'm taking it from you next week. And by the way, before I forget, go fuck yourself. That's amazing. And I don't know if it's because I watched it um, recorded from last night that they just didn't bleep the go fuck yourself because I was watching it recorded. Mm-hmm. Or if TBS just missed it on the broadcast. But that's pretty incredible stuff. You know, yeah. hearing like watching wrestling and just hearing some guy say to another guy in a promo segment, go fuck yourself. And it's not believed. That, that shit anyway. hits. <laughs> it's so good. So I'm really excited for that. I'm not so sure this is actually going to end up happening. I feel that Christian will find a way to weasel his way out of wrestling edge.
1: That would be my guess because it seems kind of early for them just to have like a random match. Uh,
0: especially with a pay-per-view a month
1: from today. Yep. Yep. That were actually yeah I saw on the internet about this match and my first thought was there's no way that's happening.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I really I'm really enjoying the storyline with Edge and Christian. They've really turned it up a notch, you know,
1: in the last two weeks. Oh and oh so we don't have this in (laughs) the stocks Rising, but I did see the little uh, like um, segment with uh, what's her face Tony Storm, timeless Tony Storm. That was oh hilarious, God. dude. That Did was you so hear funny. the crowd when yeah, RJ when the, took her shoe off? Yeah, they yeah. <laughs> I never would it have popped thought. for I, the toes. I never thought that in wrestling we'd we'd pop for the feet, but here we are. <laughs> here we are.
0: Uh, you owe me one more stock rising, Dimitri.
1: I sure do, and uh, that is my fucking squad. Damage control. Friday is their oh, show at the, this point. The the loser squad. Hey, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. We blame Bailey for that. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Friday is their show. I am so into every single member of this group and I'm so into the story. And I, I just wanted to mention a big highlight of the pay-per-view for me, uh, survivor series. Did you watch like the whole thing, like front mm-hmm. to back? Yeah, all right. Kyrie Sane, when she got out of the cage and fucking just skipped her way down. I was this like, was a
0: stock falling for me. I hated it so much. I, I really it, fucking hated it. I hated I, it so oh, severely,
1: dude, it.: I did not understand. I was like, why the fuck are you doing this right now? You know what? Not everybody can understand unlimited swag swagoo. Okay, and that's what yeah. Kyrie Sane has. <laughs> She's got unlimited swagoo dripping from her pores. Oh she's so God. fucking cool. I saw a little video that Oscar posted of uh, them in the cage of like it counting down, like Oscar like hit Kyrie saying they're ready her up, and then Kyrie's like in the cage like getting ready to skip. She's literally doing this in the cage. This is what she's doing. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. I Yo, did not get it at all. I dude, Kyrie Sane is so fucking cool. I don't know what it is, bro. She just. She's so, the only person I can like her and Oscar are the only people that can like skip to the ring. And I could be like, fucking right. Let's fucking go. She had that one spot
0: with Shotzi with the trash can lid. Mm-hmm. I think she forgot. She wasn't in Japan Oh,
1: She smacked her. Cause hard. that was
0: so solid. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was watching it with Janie and like, as soon as you heard the poosh, Janie was like, Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, I know <laughs> that was, that was hard. Damn but yeah man whole group as a whole i've been hype as fuck over damage control i'm really loving this what did you think of Eosky's trash can jump a plus great trash can (laughs) jump that shit looks dangerous i don't know how she does it and doesn't get scared out of her mind i understand she's literally just dropping dropping down with a trash can and it's not too hard to do but you're still in a fucking metal trash can jumping from a high i'm not even going to jump from that height Without a trash can, bro.
0: Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Like, props to her for doing the trash can spot. I think everybody on the floor could have sold that a lot better, though. I thought the yeah, selling yeah, was yeah. pretty bad on that. Yeah,
1: agreed. They're probably like, they just started all, getting. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and speaking of spots from that, I really loved this match. If you can't tell, I thought
0: the women's war game match was better than the men's.
1: It was way better. Uh, yeah, it was. I think probably my fam- favorite match of the night. Um, Charlotte with the moonsault off the cage. Oh, did you see her catch fucking, uh, EO in the head? Yeesh. EO yeah, that was smacked. crazy. She posted a picture of it afterwards. She had a oh, big old she? fucking, she had a big old like swelling and red marks on her forehead from that. But, oh, that uh, match was brutal. Yeah, that was a crazy match. It was a really good match. I actually, in the beginning, I had thought Becky got hurt, uh, like for real. I wasn't sure she seemed fine at the end, but in the beginning, she like took a uh, superplex off the turnbuckle and Mm -hmm. she was like laying down. She like held her ribs and then she like rolled over to the side and was like talking to like a ref and then some other person who like wasn't even like dressed as like a ref. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Is she like, okay. And then she was like down and out for like a minute.
0: Well, but, she did have that hardcore match with Tiffany Stratton not too long ago mm-hmm. where she really kind of fucked up her arm. I don't know if you remember that. Like she couldn't wrestle for like two or three yeah, weeks. no, I remember like that. Ruined her arm. So I'm wondering if it was something with that. Like she came down on that arm or something and she was like, eh, yeah, she's like, let me you know, wait okay, this out for a little bit. Need a minute. It,
1: you know, I, I thought maybe something was weird. Cause like, even like right <laughs> after that, it just, the match was like a little awkward. They had like a little awkward phase where it seemed like people didn't yeah. know exactly what to do. Uh, but then it turned up, obviously. That match was awesome.
0: Last year in War Games, because I don't remember, do, did they have that diamond steel plate between the rings last year too? Or do they have like the rings just butted up against each other? Because I really liked that. Like, because when AEW remember. does War Game or not War Games, Blood and Guts, which is their yeah. version of this, they don't put anything between there and the fur, like, the not this last blood and guts but the one before that a guy got his leg stuck and like ruined his knee in it because he like stepped on it wrong and like got his leg like his foot went down through so
1: it's literally like they literally just like two different rings smacked together with just like a that doesn't sound ideal (laughs) no
0: so like i noticed the like diamond this diamond steel plate specifically and i was like that's a good move that is absolutely a good move.
1: I'm not sure if they did that last year, but I would guess that they probably did. But who knows? I'd have to go back and watch.
0: So, Bailey's going to catch a generational ass whooping on SmackDown this week, huh? No,
1: nah, she's not going to catch it yet. She's not going to catch it yet. Things are going to boil. Things are going to boil. They're going to continue to boil. I don't know when it's going to come to a head or if it will ever come to a head. Who really? knows? i don't know man you know how wwe be doing man they they give Mm. us these like stories where like people get upset in the group and you're like oh something's gonna happen like they did with imperium like a while ago like months ago and we're like every everybody on the internet's like every group doesn't need to break up blah 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 and they fucking didn't because just arguments happen here but uh I don't know if that's going to be the case here. <laughs> I, I think she's gone. I don't know. I really don't know. I just don't think she's going to get ass whooped already. I think is. I think they'll wait a little bit. That's my opinion. Okay, so the
0: the baby faces won: Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, and Rebecca Lynch. They they yeah. won the women's war games. Kind of expected that the baby faces were going to win. Yeah, um, we called that in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, what do you think is next for kind of each of these groups?
1: Uh, the, the, the faces I think are just going to go off and do their separate things, uh, as a whole. If that's what you're asking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The faces I would, s- I don't see them being a group anymore. Uh, triple H in the press conference afterwards, it seems like it was kind of like a, like a tryout, maybe like a, a way to show off for, um, Shotzi because he was saying uh i, I was not ent- moved yeah no i mean i like shotzi uh and she had a couple really cool spots and cool moves but character wise uh, she i just really don't think any- there's
0: enough there to put shotzi in the main event picture like
1: yeah she has if
0: you book me shotzi versus E o sky for the women's title it's e o sky like she's not dropping that to shotzi
1: yeah, World and I don't think back.
0: it's just not happening. Not- yeah,
1: I just don't think I don't think the issue is talent here. I think the issue is just like she hasn't gotten enough like equity. You know what I mean? She's she mm-hmm. doesn't having enough storylines, enough feuds, enough like serious TV time mm-hmm. to where I can take her serious. Because right now she's kind of floating around and just kind of did a little bit, a little bit here and there. um But yeah, in the press conference, Triple H said that he was really proud of her. And then he thought that she held her own amongst other people who are typically in these uh, positions, which I was like, cool. Yeah. I'd say she did a pretty good job. She didn't, she definitely didn't feel like she did bad by any means. So I was like, cool. Good for her. But um, yeah, I see the faces going their separate ways. Maybe uh, we get a uh, Becky and Charlotte tag team. Maybe that would be interesting. Uh, we'll see what happens. They're on different
0: that. shows. I just don't really
1: see that happening. That's fair. If they if they do follow the rules of the draft, which I would like them to do, but you never know with them sometimes. Um, yeah, and you already know how I feel about damage control. I think uh, mm-hmm. I think they're just going to wait a little bit, and then eventually Bailey will probably get kicked out. But we'll see.
0: I uh, I think it would make a lot of sense if you if you put Kyrie Sane and Oscar together as a tag team. If you want to take damage control to the next level. I think you put Kairi Sane and Asuka together as a tag team and they go get those belts at the next pay-per-view.
1: I think it's only a matter of time. But yeah. Until Kairi Sane and Asuka tag up again as the Kabuki warriors once more. Uh, that would be very cool for me. I would be very excited to see that. So WWE. I, I know
0: you would be. Yeah, uh, Bianca Belair. She's going to have her eye on getting her title back. I Getting her lick back, Jacob. Oh, get her lick back! Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, I just don't see that happening in the short term because mm-hmm. I think this is damage control's push time. So i I just don't see her getting it back right away. Um, and that kind of leaves like not a lot for her to do, but just keep kind of feuding with damage control until th- that time comes. I mean, I think we're gonna start seeing a lot of focus pivoting to the Royal rumble and who is going to be in that and who's going to be our contenders for that. And Becky Lynch, Charlotte flair and Bianca Belair are all going to be in the Royal rumble. Yeah. That's without a doubt. They're all going to be in the rumble. Uh, yep. <laughs> no question. Okay. Uh, bu- 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 bum. uh let's talk Ms. And Gunther real quick when miz wrestles and he like wrestle wrestles she slaps she slaps i i think i said this to you off off mic but i had already seen the result that gunther retained the belt yeah and i was watching it going oh my god miz is gonna pin him here
1: he's so yeah he's so good at like the storytelling and like like making you believe when he kicked him in the in the fucking nuts Oh, yeah, straight to the like, bags. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to
0: happen. <laughs> also, like, the chops that those guys were throwing on each other.
1: Uh-huh. Yikes. Oh,
0: that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, from the press conference, I'm getting the gist that Gunther's like, all right, what's next for me? What's mm-hmm. next for me? And they, he was asked a question like, oh, do you have any interest in going after one of the top belts while you have the undercut? I heard that he one. He was kind of yeah. like, yeah, maybe, probably not. I want to focus on what I'm doing and what I have coming next. And it's like, you want those big belts.
1: He like, was like, do you, he was like, do I think I deserve it? Yes, of course. But I'm know. focusing on me right now. It's like, nah, you want the belt, right? You want and, it.
0: <laughs> and then they were like, well, who who do you think your next challenger is going to be? And he was like, that's not up to me. They have to earn their shot, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, mate.
1: All right. (laughs) I Uh, really liked uh, Santos Escobar uh, Survivor Series.
0: Oh my God. I completely forgot that match happened.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, w- I didn't have a very high expectations. Uh, I knew, I mean, they knew they were going to wrestle well, but I'm really liking this. Uh, we mentioned it last time, but Santos Escobar as a heel, uh, he is fucking smacking out of the park. Like I can see it. Like he has got, he's got that unlock. He's way more believable as a heel than he was as a face. Like entirely. Like he's got an aura now.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, and um
1: him and Dragon I, I, Lee did
0: some lucha shit and
1: yeah got out of there. And uh back to the press conference, Triple H kind of said what I was thinking there. He was like two lucha guys doing lucha stuff and he was like, "But I think this match shows that they're more than than just that." And I would agree. Um yeah, he's just uh, a great heel and and very believable and I'm really intrigued to see how far they push him. One, and two, where they go next with it. Cause I do think he could be a legitimate, like really good heel. Uh, and you know, just to see who he's going to feud with. I think it'd be interesting.
0: Yeah. And also shout out to dragon Lee. Like his rise has been pretty incredible. He yeah. did a few dynamites with a W and like, I think just kind of showed like, Hey, I can do weekly TV. Like I can do it. And He got that full contract, like the long-term contract offer from AEW. And he said, okay, okay, okay. Um, Hey, big WWE, this is what they offered me. Look, I can do TV. What are you going to offer me? And they made a competitive offer. They said, we want you to come to the Performance Center, learn how to not uh, break people's necks. And um, he was on NXT for like six months, and now he's on the main roster already. Good for him. Pretty incredible, pretty incredible rise. I mean, especially when they have some of these guys that are still on NXT and you're like, why are you still here? You know? Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, no, 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 no. I'm on SmackDown. I am SmackDown <laughs> yep. And he's there already. So good for him. Absolutely. Uh, Rhea and Zoe Stark. Starks. Whatever
1: uh yeah it was all right uh zoe stark is really good at doing the fucking like when she's like jumping and like balancing on the rope and then jumping Mm. off of the rope she does that so often and and in my mind i'm always like holy shit like i would have fell like please don't fall (laughs) but she is uh she's a very convincing fighter and i appreciate that about her game uh obviously the outcome We knew what the outcome was going to (laughs) be. Rhea wasn't losing. No, ain't no way Rhea's losing. That's that's
0: that was, I think my biggest issue with the match is like, even though I knew the results, like Miz and Gunther was still a compelling in ring story.
1: Yeah. Zoe and Rhea didn't really give me one. It didn't. No, it didn't hit the same way. Absolutely. I agree with that.
0: Yeah, that's why I gave this a B minus, and I also completely forgot about the Santos Escobar match. So <laughs> until you brought it up, I was like, "Oh yeah, they did. They did have a match that they wasn't
1: did do right that, down. huh?" Yeah. Mm, mm,
0: mm. Stock fallings, Dimitri. Dude, the new raw intro fucking
1: sucks. It's, okay, it's
0: it's basically the same as the old one. It's
1: ones. it's the same. It's like literally along the same vein. It sounds like it, it sounds like the same shit, and i'm gonna be a real hater right now uh that shit's fucking awful i was really excited because there's so much excitement in wrestling right now and there's so much cool shit that they could do and instead they chose this song that honestly sounds like they had like some research group that's like yo young people like like hip-hop and rap uh that is like this type of sound, and if we infuse like pop with hip hop and rap and like motivational stuff, it'll be the perfect recipe for a viral raw theme song. And then, like, somebody cooked it up in some sterile ass lab, and then we came out with this ugly ass, terrible ass, bland ass, fucking poultry with no seasoning ass, cooked in the oven ass oh theme my song. God. <laughs> <laughs> That's or how I as- feel about it.
0: <laughs> or as uh yeah uh, one of our friends said it sounds like an under armor commercial rap song
1: yes it's fucking bad uh i was like you know i love rap you're, you're so right. hyped for the new theme. rap music so is so my upset fa- rap music is my favorite genre and um so th- that's one thing that's that's kind of bothered me as a as a rap fan i listen to this and i'm like oh my fucking god so embarrassing Uh, and two for wrestling generally. I mean, I love rap, but like, I mean, I feel like a rock intro is like smacks a little harder, like get you a little more hype, you know, feels like something for wrestling. I don't know. That's my opinion. But if you're going to choose rap, I tweeted this, but I do feel this way. There's a lot of rappers that are really big wrestling fans. Uh, Mm -hmm. just, you got a lot of money. I'm sure Wale would be interested. Wale used to do a NXT theme song and that shit slapped. I mean, they they literally had Lil Uzi at WrestleMania. Right. So Wale is super interested in it. Uh, Westside Gun is really interested in wrestling. Like Action Bronson. No, he's on AEW. Oh yeah. He, I forgot he was an AEW guy. <laughs> but anyways, you got all these people that are interested in wrestling that are rappers. Jelly Roll. You yeah, you can't get one of them to put you together like a fucking, I don't know, 1 minute long intro song like come on. This is trash.
0: And, and for anybody doubting Dimitri's rap credits, he he is a a former uh rap recording artist. I'm nice too. Um, and
1: <laughs> he, he he is yeah.
0: And uh, I have seen his Spotify rap. And um, it was extremely scaring the hose hours of.
1: Rain. Oh yeah. It was Earl sweatshirt. Number two on the list. That was definitely scaring the hose with that. Janie hates when I listen to Earl. She's like, it's so boring. <laughs> so yeah. Maybe Janie, maybe Janie likes the raw theme. It, this is, this is for the Janies of the world. Oh no, she no don't like rage. that shit either. She was like, that sound. she said the same thing you said. She said, it sounds like the last one.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. It's bad. Uh, last stock falling. Uh, they got to stop bleeping the holy shit on USA on Raw. Facts. It,
1: it you takes away from the to. moment. <laughs> yeah, I know. It does.
0: And like, like we said earlier, AEW literally had a guy say, go fuck yourself on live television.
1: Mm-hmm. I've seen <laughs> much then, worse on live television than a holy shit chant. Like, come on, bro. And then later on in the night,
0: the crowd was chanting, you sick fuck. Over and over at Swerve Strickland. <laughs> and they didn't bleep that. Hell but boy. like WWE is hell bent on making this like fucking G-rated product that has this shitty intro. They bleep. Holy
1: shit. Holy Don't bring up shit. Don't the intro anymore. You're gonna make me go on another rant.
0: <laughs> but but it's literally like this is what they do. They're like holy like. <laughs> It's really badly it's cut. It's dead air. Like yeah. it's so bad. It's oh god, it drives me crazy. Every time it happens, I literally just start yelling at the TV,
1: "Grow up." Mm-hmm. That's okay. You brought up the the WWE being obsessed with making a G-rated product. That bothers the fuck out of me, okay? So I know mm-hmm. it's like a family show, right? And I know they got investors and all that. I get that. But there comes a point when you realize like hey this is wrestling, okay? If you're concerned with your children so much, maybe you shouldn't be letting them watch violence if that's what your your concern is. It, it's a violent thing. You're 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 enacting violence. So to say shit should be fine if you can if you're also okay with them watching them like somebody punch somebody in the face, somebody take a chair shot, you know? Like Shit or a chair shot I don't know what's worse A chair shot Like come on dog Also
0: we grew up on like WWE being like I can't believe some of the shit That was on WWE in the mid 2000s
1: I hid in my room And watched the live sex celebration I'm not ashamed to admit it I watched the Edge and Lead A live sex celebration <laughs>
0: that, that was like one of the first things My brain went to And now <laughs> yeah. like it's so sanitized It's like at some point, too, like, who is your paying audience? Where do you mm-hmm. actually make your money each week? Bingo. You and me and Dimitri. Like, we like this enough that we have a podcast about it. Like, yep. I'm the one spending money. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with hearing shit on TV. It's, it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. I really don't Just think like, you start panel- alienating your adult audience, and yes. where are they going? They're going to that other wrestling company that says, go fuck yourself on live television.
1: I will say this. It's a little bit less bad than it was like mid 2010s. Cause that was an awful, 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 awful time. And even a little bit later, we had that, the stupid ass storylines, like uh, another example of a childish ass storyline that made no sense is Roman reigns with the dog food. Yep. Oh, that was a dark time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a dark time. And I don't know. When Drew
0: was bleeding from his forehead, my first yeah. thought was, ooh, he's gonna be in trouble.
1: Yeah, me too. I was like, ooh, <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. No. Uh-oh. All right. Anything else, Dimitri? No negative All right, let's
0: let's get out of here thank you for listening you can follow us on twitter and tiktok at let me pod to you you can follow dimitri at dimitri talks you can find me if you want at we hate jacob on twitter or blue sky please give a review on your chosen podcast platform we're on every major network have a great week everybody yeah.